leave meeting. Welcome back to the 19th Fairway Show. Joe wants to take off right as we're getting underway. We are in the dog days at the end of July. After all the majors have been completed, we've got a couple of weeks left, the Rocket Mortgage, and one more, I think, the Wyndham Championship before we get into the playoffs. So a lot of guys vying for their bubble spot in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Top 125 will get in. And uh, we've got the Rocket Mortgage Classic this week from Detroit Golf Club. Been around since 1899. Uh, it was a full nine-hole course. I think it started as a six-hole course in 1899. And the final three holes for the front nine came in in 1900. And uh, it's actually now two golf courses using 17 holes from the north course, I believe. Can fact check myself here in a second. And one hole, the third hole of the south course. Um, and it looks like, yeah, 17 holes from the north course. One hole from the South course in use for the PGA event. And yes, Detroit Golf Club, home to former members Henry Ford, Justin Verlander, and Jerome Bettis. It's also the bus uh, home of Aretha Franklin. <laughs> yes. Some exciting <laughs> Jerome Bettis <laughs> is a member here. The bus himself. At one point, he was at least, yes, notable alumni. But we are here in Detroit for the third year or this will be the fourth playing of the event started in 2019 when it took over TPC Louisiana as the flattest course on the PGA tour after Tiger's comeback this year. Hey, this could have been a great spot for him, but he's proved himself around uh, Augusta Southern Hills and now uh, St. Andrews, but we are here at Detroit golf club and it is the fourth playing a little bit of history for you. But most importantly, before we get into our picks, I want to go ahead and say this, that par is not your friend at Detroit Golf Club. You are going to see some scores closing in on minus 20 this week. I think it's been minus 25. We've seen a minus 23 finish. And most recently, Cam Davis in a playoff uh, finishing at minus 18. But enough about the Rocket Mortgage Classic for now. Big win for Tony Finau last week, his third on tour. His second in 24 starts, but I believe it was 188 starts between only one win for Tony Finau. Big one for him. And here, here we are with the crew to discuss a little bit about the Live Tour. I don't know about you guys, but I'm tempted to say that this Live field is stronger than the Rocket Mortgage Classic field. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think... Um, let me, uh, according to the world golf ranking, I think so. I mean, who's your highest ranking world golf? Is it Cantley and then Zally? And Isn't then there like a strength of field calculator? There might be. I haven't seen it. But Cantley, Finau, Zalatoris, and Cameron Young alongside Homa are the, uh, the highlighted players at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Looking over at the Live. You, of course, have DJ, Bryson, Louie, Taylor Gooch, Abraham Anser. And shout out Abraham Anser. Fletch Azul tried the Reposado this weekend. That shit was phenomenal. Excuse my French. But, yes, great bottle of tequila. Absolutely loved it. Fletch Azul, if you haven't tried it, go pick it up. It's at your local store. Great tequila. We had the Reposado. Phenomenal stuff. Casamigos! <laughs> but, yeah, Fletch Azul, it's good. I'm a fan, too. I've never had it. It's not yeah, bad. It's not bad. 
definitely pick it up. It's nice and smooth. But I'm here to say that the the live event will be a little bit more entertaining this weekend than the, the PGA Tours Rocket Mortgage Classic. Of course, it's only three days, so the only thing to watch on Sunday will be the Rocket Mortgage Classic. But, uh, you know, again, when they are both there, you got one event ending on Saturday, one event ending on Sunday. You get good drama two days in a row. I kind of love it. I like having both options. And it'll be at a definitely a cooler course. I mean, Detroit Golf Club isn't that cool to look at. And we're getting our first look at, at Trump Bedminster. So that should be pretty fresh to see. It's looking luscious and green mm-hmm. in, the, in the videos I've seen so far. Definitely I'm excited not, to see that. I'm not sure that that's – I guess it's a small win for Liv. But if you were to say that Liv, you know, one of Liv's, you know – I don't know if this is a marquee event, but, you know, it's one of their events is better than arguably the worst PGA Tour, you know, event. I feel like their standards are a little bit higher. Like they were they were hoping to battle that Portland event with what what corn uh, correlated. Uh, that was the same week as the John Deere Classic. So, again. Oh, yeah. One so of, another one, one of the weakers. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they just only host these, you know like events on just the most trash PJ tour days. <laughs> Their scheduling might have had something to do with that. Who knows? But you know, we're gonna get into the playoff season and of course their match play style format for the championship down at Trump Doral. I believe it's in October. So that's probably even well beyond the PGA tour season and the FedEx Cup playoffs. But mm. I, I would have no problem obviously saying the PGA tour FedEx Cup playoffs are going to be way more exciting than yeah. any live event. But looking backwards, I mean, last year when there was no live, there was nothing to compete with a Rocket Mortgage Classic or a John Deere. And now we have something that might be better. And that's just interesting to think about from that perspective of here we are, there's another golf tournament to watch with premier players, and it's not at the John Deere or the Rocket Mortgage. No doubt. I, I know commercials. <laughs> no commercials. <laughs> yeah. YouTube TV or uh, on YouTube and Facebook, there's plenty of good ways to watch it still. I think Live is a very fun and fresh, and I, I mean that in a in a literal sense. Like it's a it's a fresh perspective on golf, and it's exciting and it's cool to see the the players get excited about that. I know Bryson's channel highlighted the week pretty well, and uh, granted, he has a vested interest in in you know promoting live to the highest extent saying how great it was and his caddy saying that it was the best golfing experience that he's ever been to in his entire life you know which it's a heavy statement if that's a genuine statement i mean great. yeah great. it's it a totally sick. different thing the video was cool though they put on a freaking party there yeah, yeah. anything else to add to that mr gv says just <laughs> yep <laughs> No, not at all. Good for them. It is It is a party. It is a party. It's a different, totally different style, and they're just there to have a good time, but get players paid and uh, put on a good tournament. I, I can't say that I've really had a bad time tuning in to any professional golf event. So the PGA Tour is always the PGA Tour. You have the history there. You have the top names still there by a long shot at this point, and um, I'm still – probably going to be paying more attention to the rocket mortgage classic at this point, but I do want to see a lot of Trump Bedminster, which should have been showcased as the PGA championship this year. Of course, the PGA tour 
or the PGA of America uh, thought it was wise to move on from the Trump name at the time they cited the January 6th uh, events from 2021 as the reason why. But here we are. We've got a professional event at Trump Benminster. Should be a phenomenal golf course. And of course, Liv is going back to a Trump to property at the end of the year in Doral for the Blue Monster for their match play championship. Again, I've played there. Great, great golf course. Phenomenal finishing hole. One of the hardest par fours you'll ever see in golf for that Blue Monster. Excited for that. But we do have the Rocket Mortgage Classic. And uh, with competing with Liv, I don't know. This is a good one to kind of talk a lot about being that there's two so-so events really uh, that, you know, one could be better than the other. I think it just comes down to how the guys play out there. It'd be interesting. See, to see. It'd be interesting to see because on, on live side, when you're promoting it on a, on YouTube, you can see the view count and it'd be interesting to see the total view count for both parties. Like, you know, cause what's, you know, the rocket mortgage is going to, be network tv and or probably golf channel um and you know we don't get to see those numbers but we'll be able to see you know how many are watching for live which is always very interesting or would be very interesting it's a good point especially with what we mentioned earlier how live ends on saturday rocket mortgage will end on sunday so i could see peak viewership on saturday being on live side just because it's the end of the tournament and Saturday, you still have a full another round on the PGA side. So interesting to know. And I bet you there is a report somewhere we could try to find, get some more answers for next week. But we do have the Rocket Mortgage Classic. That's where our picks are going to be, unless you guys want to throw a wrinkle and do both somehow or just follow along on live. But let's, let's stick with Rocket Mortgage for now. We're thinking three picks each this week. Yeah, yeah, probably given the field. And I think one of the most intriguing parts about the tournament isn't necessarily the name brand guys. Um, I mean, like you said, second to last tournament before the playoffs start. So more intrigued on the uh, the guys hovering around that 125 number to try to get into the playoffs. And really these guys trying to fight for their jobs and keep their PGA tour card. And they've been playing six, seven, eight weeks in a row to do it. So those are the storylines I'll probably be following this weekend. Absolutely. One big name following into that storyline, Ricky Fowler. I believe he's just outside the 125 right now fighting for his PGA Tour card. We're talking about Ricky Fowler fighting for his PGA Tour card. It's just absolutely insane to me. Yeah. So what happens? He just so he if he doesn't place whatever, you know, top 30 or whatever it's going to be this week, does he is he back to Q school or does he have exemptions like you know, I'm sure he, or like what he's going to have some special exemptions. I don't know if he'd have to go straight back to Q school. I really don't know. I mean, a guy like Ricky Fowler, yeah, 20 PGA Tour wins, but um, you would think he would things, get through Q school fine. The, he has certain exemptions because of his career money earned. Um, so he'll and he'll obviously get some sponsor exemptions too. But yeah, that's that's a good question. I like corn fairy to you imagine ricky on the corn fairy tour like, i don't think that'll happen but um that's that's a really good question he's one yeah he's 132nd right now so he's got to have a pretty good jump i don't know how it worked they the guys that already committed to live they just announced something about reshuffling of the points so i don't know exactly what happened that's exactly what i was going to get at too i think there's at least eight players who would be defect from the top 125 
And that would mean Ricky is currently in as of right now. Yeah, wow. like I see Brooks Kepko on the list. Like definitely Taylor Gooch probably gone. in there. Yeah, Abraham so answer. People are gonna jump up for sure. Oh yeah, because all the those numbers are out. Yep. So the PJ Tour is gonna keep uh, a rankings for both, I believe, is what what I was hearing. But more to come on that. We'll find out more as we uh, get to next week when the bubble watch is in full effect. But for now, definitely gonna be some interesting stories. Some long shots gonna be putting it all on the line at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. You know, I might even dip down the the odds list a little bit, maybe stay away from the power rankings to see some long shots really gunning for a chance at FedEx Cup playoffs. Uh, what, what are the updated standings, Mr. D? Yeah, I don't even know who won last week. But yeah, probably, yeah. After the 3M Open, we had G in fourth with Hideki withdrawal and Simpson Woo! missed cut. We had... Joe in third with the Thigala miscut. Uh, Fucking first of the year for him. Willie in second Let's with go. Davis Riley miscut and D with the win and picking Big Tony. That helped out. So the season standings are D at 95, Joe at 81.5, Willie at 69.5, and G at 68. Let's go. Dude, every time I picked Hideki in the last three tournaments, he's like chipped his big toe and like can't <laughs> play. It's some fucking straight bullshit. If I pick Hideki, one of my favorite players, he's going to withdraw. I'm like, based on this new rule that Joe created. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, Hideki, Hideki withdrew because he just played like absolute shit on yeah, the first day exactly. like it wasn't you didn't even come out with like a statement it wasn't like oh i chipped my big toes like i just played like shit i made two quads and oh, I he, made, oh he didn't send okay i get that he didn't send you the statement but <laughs> <laughs> he so sent it an... to me and he was like yeah i cracked my face again like i don't know i think i gotta go to Titleist. we'll see so i don't know you might see some change out there you heard it here first. Big news break. I don't know, but not Hideki picking. may be leaving Strixon. You heard yeah. it here first. Well, yeah, right. all I got to say like... is Sung JM off the list. Hideki is my guy, but like three in a row, you're done. You're cut. Like Sung Jay had a good him. week. Wow, folks, you heard it there. It's on record. It is cut from Garrett's list. Do not catch G picking him for any of the majors Ooh. next year. He's like an Adam Scott pick now. Like I'll Hideki. throw him in there just because, like you know, I like him. Like he's in he the past, but Hideki? yeah, he's done for. You know, yeah. that's I big news right there. Done for. Sorry, hey, right. Here is yeah. a wrinkle. As we have only a few weeks left, just a thought. I believe Hideki withdrew because he didn't want to hurt his points if he was going to miss the cut or hurt his FedEx Cup standings in any way. So he just withdrew. And while it makes sense uh, for this 3M Open, even if G had Hideki's score count as even, which what I saw is on the leaderboards, it wipes out Hideki's score. It says withdraw and even par. Yeah, I I don't pick for even. I pick for I get that G. I'm just throwing 28 this in. under. It wouldn't have it wouldn't have made a difference this week 
if G had Hideki's minus six when he withdrew or he had him at even, it wouldn't have made a difference. So it's just a thought going forward for next year, one of right. our off-season rules. If someone withdraws that you picked after the first round starts, should it just be even like it says on the scorecard standings? We'll bring it up to the committee, but we only have one rule, you know, adjustment per year. Joey got this one. We'll talk about this, you know, when the new year starts. All right. We have an off season commitment to talk with the committee about withdraw scoring. We'll mark that down, but we are getting into the rocket mortgage classic picks. We've got G going first, Joe with the second pick, Willie, and then myself. What are we going to see on the top of the field for Mr. G? Oh, God. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Dude, you're picking first for like the 15th time this year. You should, be, you should know how this works. <laughs> oh, oh, coming from the guys who just started to get ahead of me in points after <laughs> I didn't give a fuck for the past two weeks. I don't even think I actually picked. I think I just left it up to chance. But now that I'm like back in here, I think you and did. like, think you and did. like the fact that I'm like doing it again. The one oh, person fuck. you did pick was Hideki, though. <laughs> yeah, and then you went power rankings after that. <laughs> well, I got news here. He's not getting picked again. We heard my uh, my pick. You on that. <laughs> yeah, right. I picked Fino. He got so lucky last week. It was crazy. <laughs> 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 like, not even a joke. Like, Good for him, but no chance. Um, I'm going to go the worst putting stroke in the PGA, Willie Zalatoris. Willie Z, off the board at number one. But, like, the fact Tony won, dude, if Tony could play tournaments when he's just, like, on the weekend, sapping White Claws or Nooners, he'd probably win, like, two trillion. Actually, <laughs> He's a stick on the weekend. Gosh, I don't know, play. man. I think I'm going to go with Cam Young. I like it. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a willy dagger right there. Boo. All good, bro. All good. I'm going to yeah, do something just to uh, – Not Kissner, Joe? Piss G off now that he's in last place. But I'm going to take – I might, I might, I might go kids if, he, if he's, uh, you know – Sneaky second pick. I'd say nice. Hold on. Will Dog wants to start talking. What are you going to pick, Willie? I took Big Tony. Big Tony. Trash. You might as well pick Chokler, Roy. Hey, Chokler lived up to his his name. Chokler lived up to his name big time at the open. I don't think we've talked about that. Oh, spit your shit, Joe. No, we, we Willie and I talked a lot about it. You joined a little late for that pod, Mr. Yeah. Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't rewatch, Joe? We could. Oh, yeah, I did. I liked it. I liked it. All right. I'm going to go with the top power rankings guy, Mr. Patrick Cantley. And I want to talk about his little brother at the U.S. Junior Amateur right now, just going ham on the back nine in his first round and eight under 28 to get himself into the top three after round one of qualifying stroke play. Uh, Got to check in on his score today, but he should be wrapped up at this point. And just an insane back nine for him to uh, to get himself into the news a little bit. Who does he play for, D? I don't even know if he's in college. Let's look up a little bit more about Jack Cantley. Dude, what a just 
is golf just like can you just work hard and be that good at golf or is it just like in the canlay family that they're just unbelievable golfers like you can't just like like can you just work hard to get and just shoot eight under par on a back nine like is hard work get that or is it just like you have to have raw talent it's a natural like when you... progression of oh. the sport yeah and both he's an he's... incoming freshman at long beach state and he's from the socal area with his brother patty but uh i imagine if you play with the pga tour player of the year in 2021 at home and during the off season, you probably get some good tips and tricks to get your game dialed in the right direction, but yeah. it's gotta be some natural talent and a lot of hard work for sure. I mean, shooting eight under on a nine holes at abandoned dunes during a U.S. Mm. junior amateur setting a USGA record. That's just insane. It's just stupid. Like what? Like that's a course too. like, maybe he's played it like, you know, two or three other times. And that course can change drastically and like depending on what season you played in. And it's just like to do what? Shot eight under? <laughs> on nine holes. You buried every Crazy. single hole except one on the back nine. What? You had two eagles. Yeah. Even... It's fucking crazy. Dude, I don't remember 18 at Bannon Trails being a par five, but looking at this guy's scorecard, he's in first. Was it abandoned, uh, abandoned Dunes? Is a par five. They're playing dunes and trails. Oh, I thought the first two days of stroke play were trails, and then they go to dunes for the match play. No, they're they're playing both courses. So yeah, Cantlay uh-huh. was at trails today. He's still tied for third at minus six, three stroke, the three shots back of the lead. But yeah, round one, it was uh, he shot it. So his front nine was the back, and his back nine was on the front. And he had an eagle on number nine. Um, I don't remember nine being a par five, but I guess it was going towards the clubhouse there before you yeah, get it's your... like the long ass one with like the green that's protected. It's like a bowl green. Yeah, tricky green, but otherwise definitely gettable. I mean, obviously he must have. And then you get yourself a nice transfusion. You wander down the right side of the fairway on 10. You find yourself whatever alcohol is sitting in that little secret tub go find that if you're playing bandon dunes on the 10th boom mm-hmm. all right but, uh it's d is g, it your, it's I, g I took here. i took cantley oh yeah that's right that's right all right i'm going uh a joe pick here and no, going no. barstool kissner aka oh kevin kissner <laughs> will dog i yes. need odds on all my picks for top 10 too Daddy's being a little saucy this week. He wants to throw a tenner, <laughs> tenner, thirty dollars out there and see what happens. Ooh, I like that. I like that. All right, five dollar minimums, bro. Yeah, well, I, obviously, I'm fucking throwing bank, guys. <laughs> the podcast, everyone. I'm not throwing bank. Will that text me? <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought G was going to steal a pick from me. Seeing that it was going to be a Joe pick, I thought he was going with an Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. Um, but he didn't. <laughs> and so I am going to go with <laughs> Mr. Cameron Davis. You know, it's not often that a first time defending champion arrives with such strong form, but here he is. Joe, you actually 10. thought I was going to pick Cameron Davis. I don't even think I've ever heard of this food. 
Dude, Will Dog just watched him in Tahoe hit absolute bombs, and he finished T ten, bro. In his am last I Willie? Willie five thousand? Nope. but that should supersede. <laughs> You're right. You're re- that is a good point. I should know that. Willie knows it. Yes. Oh I'm going wow. And Davis. You didn't even pick Coach Straka. Who's Coach Straka? Seb Straka. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dude, that guy, he's probably, like, still drinking beers at Pete's, like, trying to fight everybody. He for sure is. Uh, I'm going to take Max Homa, then. He's just been playing well. Been riding him a little bit this year. Sticking with it. Decent, decent. Going to be back on some normal golf terrain uh, for the first time in a minute, opposed to those European link style. Mm Mm-hmm. We get three this week, yeah, boys. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Okay, boys. Oh, but it's D bud. I'm in the head. Hey, bud. <laughs> Back to California, so I've got a UCLA guy, and I'm going to add a Stanford guy in Mav McNeely. Oh wow, wow, wow! Nice. Never heard of him, dude. Good pick. I feel <laughs> like you picked him recently. Actually, you did end up with him on your squad recently. <laughs> D, was that a uh, power rankings thing? Maybe. (laughs) Makes sense, makes sense. You know golf better than I do, just for the people. My turn? Got to go Adam Scott for the last pick. Oh, yeah, thanks, Will. No one asked. All right, Adam (laughs) Scott for my final pick, and uh, that'll be it for me this week. Pretty pretty solid squad. Thank you. Um, Should we cut Will Dog's feed? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> just kidding we'll dog on mute real quick while joe makes this pick oh yes yes it is me um you know i think this guy just didn't perform well overseas and he's gonna really want to redeem that and he is going to redeem himself strongly. I'm going with Mr. No More Hitch, Keegan Bradley. KB. Yes, Mr. Plays with MJ. Oh, man, but I sort of want to do something else. I don't know. Shoot. Too late, dude. You already took it. Yep. Game over. Uh, for sure, for sure. Um, Tom's gonna be like, dude, well, like, do you have to say for show so much? <laughs> Tom, <laughs> we love you, Tom. For sure. Yeah, I'm taking a guy I saw at the Barracuda too. He had some wild shots. He seems to not be able to put four rounds together, but you know, I just need a solid performance out of him. I'm gonna take Mark Hubbard. Mark mm. Hubbard. Mm-hmm. Hubbard. All right. We got the 10-minute warning, and we're on the last pick. That's a great sign. Mark Hubbard uh, looks like a, just a massive human. Oh, he's not. He's only six foot. Real. real we have one more pick, Miss Eddie? No, Ms. we G. done, Stu. I'm the last pick, Mr. RG. Oh, yes, no, Stu. Sorry. Uh, I am going to move down the – 
odds list, at least Vegas odds. Uh, and I want to shout out Bet Online for having Matt Kuchar spelled K U C H E R instead of the way he typically spells it. But I'm going to go with a pick you might have seen on No Laying Up recently. This guy was top 10 in the U.S. Open. He's, um, you know, friend by friend association. Uh, our friend Duke, his fiance, grew up around this kid, Nick Hardy. Shout out the Fighting Illini and Nick Hardy at plus 11,000. I'm going to throw him in as my final pick and hope he rises to the occasion, solidifies himself. This is my bubble chaser for the week, Nick Hardy. Go and get Damn. it, kid. I saw him at the CUDA, too. How do you look how out do you, there? How do you finish? Oh, I only saw him hit on one part three, put on the green. He had a he had some wrist tape, though. I think he's always got some wrist issues or something. Looking out for that. I also want to point out three up-and-comers to be playing this week. We've got Chris Goddard, the Haskins Award winner from this season at OU Sooners. And then you've got Cole Hammer. He's a big name coming out of college. He played in the 2015 U.S. Open as a 15-year-old. Just won a national championship with the Longhorns. He'll be out there. And then Stanford sophomore still retaining his amateur status. Missed the cut at his uh, home state U.S. Open in Massachusetts, but then went on to go T4, I believe, at the Travelers Championship the next week. And here he is back in PGA Tour play, Michael Thor Bjornsson. I'll be looking out for those three as the uh, up-and-comers. But, yeah, should be a great week from the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Guys, if you're not already, please do like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hopefully more coming there. Also follow along, listen in on Spotify. We've got Instagram and TikTok, at 19th Fair. We appreciate you joining, as always. Shout out, Tom. And shout out my guy, KB, with the official Warriors Locker Room Championship swag. Let's go, Dubs. Oh, Dubs. Awesome. Let's do it. Boom.